0: which is why i say if you just commit to three things it's way more sustainable and sustainability is as you know whether you're doing you know a health kick it's the ability to sustain it over a longer period that makes things work welcome to the mindful paths podcast with nick bay and harry kalimnios where we explore the fascinating world of mindset mindfulness fitness well-being vitality leadership and of course personal development
1: our goal is to provide you with insights to help you live a more fulfilling, happier and healthier life.
0: So if you're striving to be a better parent, friend, leader, colleague or boss, or if you simply want to be more mindful and aware of the world around you, then this Mindful Past podcast is going to be for you.
1: We invite you to eavesdrop on our conversations and we challenge you to discover a new insight to help you on your own journey towards personal growth and positive change. So sit back, relax and let's begin our journey together
0: on the Mindful Past podcast. Hello mate, how are you doing? Back from the states. How's tricks? How was your holiday? I did I got back on
1: I got back Saturday morning. So it was a night flight from Austin which was actually quite comfortable. I was uh, I upgraded to myself to premium rather than economy. So I had a bit of extra leg room. Uh, ended up spending the first couple of hours chatting to this guy who is like an MD actually of a uh, of the European arm of his uh, his company. Uh, so that so I ended up chatting to him till what was three o'clock in the morning, UK time, uh, got a couple of hours sleep and then suffered on Saturday night because I couldn't get to bed till about 3am and then woke up two o'clock Sunday afternoon thinking, how am I going to get up at six o'clock today? I managed it uh, with the help of... You did say
0: uh, in the last episode it was going to be a bit of a, a yeah, struggle. Yeah, I mean... To be honest, I got
1: I got up okay, but I was restless through the night and I'd had um I took a couple of melatonin, which I don't normally wouldn't normally take, but for jet lag it can be quite useful. So I took a couple of those and I had a magnesium bath. So I was in bed by eleven, on and off up until sort of I got up at six, and then I got to the school and they had no idea we were coming. And I was thinking to myself, Oh my gosh, yeah. this this gets cancelled and I'm home by nine thirty. There's no way I'm going to last till nine o'clock tonight without having like a, a siesta or a nap. Luckily, they, they sort it out and had quite a challenging day. Uh, so I'm feeling a bit lazy uh, right now. and just.
0: What you're saying is we're privileged to have you today because you are shattered.
1: What I'm saying is that I might fall asleep halfway through this conversation.
0: <laughs> That's fine. I'll tell you, Keep myself awake. I'm going to change my desk. Up. I've been sat down all day. I need to stand up. It's a standing desk. So um, I'll, I'll let you uh, day
1: tell so us I'm about your anymore. trip
0: and your learnings. Or anything that we can have a little chit-chat about while I just uh, stand this desk up? Give me two.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. So when we last spoke, I'd just been a couple of days in Austin, Texas, and I spent the rest of the week there, effectively, except for a couple of days where I went to Houston. Uh, my mate had a conference, actually. It was digital health conference. I didn't go to the conference itself, although I went to a little bit of a, a mixer in the, in the evening, um, although only for like half an hour. And there was there was people there from like Headspace, Calm, a few other places, and awesome. yeah, it was quite interesting. I've lost your video, by the way, just so you know. Um, oh, I've
0: obviously pulled it out. That's why I've obviously pulled it out the USB. Keep, I can hear you though. I can yes. see you. Yeah, so that's okay, fine. perfect. Um,
1: so that was quite interesting. But what got me thinking is really funny. My my friends. I believe, had a really good time having me over, actually. Um, There was, like, two boys and uh, my mate and his wife. And they were, like, towards the end, they are like, oh, can you not just stay and be, like, our life coach or something? And what struck me is that what I find is the biggest benefit when it comes to helping other people a lot of time is really being immersed in their life. Because there's only so much you can do with, like, an hour or a book or a video but it's those little things that they spot you doing, or that you tend to do, that rub off onto them. And and so I was teaching them uh, a training technique that they could use. It's quite funny actually. We did a we all four of us, or six of uh, five of us, sorry, the kids as well and me. We did a Wim Hof breath session one day, which was quite cool. And then I also did uh, an exercise session for the adults to train them to be able to do 15 minutes twice
0: a week and get... And how it. did the Wim Hof go down with the kids? Do they know who he is? Uh,
1: do they know who he is? I'm not sure they did. I think my mate had heard of him. Uh, they did it. They both did it. One was six and one was nine. And they did it. It was really nice. cute, actually, because the nine-year-old was kind of... Telling the six-year-old, because he was listening to the instructions, saying, You don't have because you don't have to hold it for that full minute, you know, because the six-year-old yeah. was really struggling to to hold <laughs> hold the breath. But I was teaching them all about belly breathing. And I said, This is this time you can breathe through your mouth in this one. But normally I would say, don't breathe through your mouth. And so that was quite good. And then when we were doing the exercise, the little kids got involved as well, and they were like trying to lift the weights. And I was teaching them how to lift it properly. So it was quite nice, but I guess I thought. I mean, what we could talk. I'm still about. Still
0: trying to improve my uh, my bolt score.
1: Yeah, I'm not really. I don't really test that. But for those listening, for those not
0: well, familiar, that's uh, the ability to hold your breath before the first impulse to breathe. So not not how long you can hold your breath, just the first sort of mental uh, stimulus or anything that could trigger that tells you you need to breathe. I'm trying to improve that. Um, you know, part of the oxygen advantage, and uh, I'm doing nasal breathing while I'm running at the minute, which is well, um, getting better, getting better.
1: Well, actually, I was, I was out for my mates. Actually, you met Nguyen. Uh, so I was out for Nguyen's birthday on Saturday. And he was telling me how I told him a few weeks ago about this nasal breathing. He's got like a, not a Watt bike, but he's got a similar bike yeah. that he trains on. And then in the beginning, he was like, no, no, no way that, that will work. And now he says he's doing nasal breathing the whole time he's he's training on that bike. He's getting his heart rate up, but he doesn't feel so exhausted at the end of his training session. So um, it's pretty good, actually. I, I like it when people listen to sometimes what I say and <laughs> take action on it. It's always quite nice.
0: I'd like to give you the benefit. Sadly, it's uh, it's, it's the guy who wrote the Auction advances. I'm following. But oh, for you, really
1: yeah, for you, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't influence you. You, you're you're well into <laughs> it anyway yourself. But um, but actually, I guess what I thought, like, because I've been on holiday, my routines have been out of whack a little bit, and tr- struggling to get back. And I thought it might be interesting to talk something about routines and the reason I say that is because one year I've been away my routines have been out of whack but also I didn't really think about routines 10 years ago 12 years ago in terms of having a morning routine having an evening routine and one of those things that I was talking about with the beat model and I've said before the beat model came about through lots of things but one was listening to all these experts and, and whatnot and seeing the commonalities and a lot of them were talking about morning routines and evening routines and the reason I think it's so important is because most of the time we wake up and we just get about our day and we do have a routine. We're just not conscious of it. And we think the day's going great or the day's not going great, but we don't really set ourselves up. And this became a little bit more evident when, you know, when I stay around people's houses and things, because I realize of the things that I've implemented into my life in the morning to make me feel good. One of the things I was doing with my friends, actually, when we were away was just a five minute, wake up mobilization stretching type routine
0: you showed As it to well, me when i stayed at yours yeah absolutely
1: so i showed them the same thing right this is basic right it takes five minutes uh same thing like with you they were a little bit tight you know i had to like you know uh, adjust things for them but i did say that once you do that for a few weeks or so you're gonna get much better much quicker. But that was just one of the things that oh, i'll
0: describe it because i mean we did it right so it's like 20 squats 20 lunges and basic uh, exercises but yeah, good but so all body exercises right? i've
1: got it on my instagram highlight story for anyone that wants to see the visuals but effectively it's 20 air squats usually i hold onto the banister then i go on to downward dog and i place one heel followed by the other so like walking on the spot 20 times then it's 20 spider-man lunges so get into a plank position and put one foot outside of like your right foot outside your right hand back to plank left foot outside left hand and that's like one two do that 20 times then back to 20 downward dogs um then I do 20 push-ups and they can be just standard push-ups or they can be on your knees and coming back into child's pose or coming into a crouch if you're off your knees that can be quite tough then 20 down so t- 20 downward dogs in between every exercise and then it's 20 hip flexors. so That's coming into a lunge position and bending the back knee to the floor, looking forwards and straight again. And then 20 downward dogs after each side. And then it's 20 uh, hamstring uh, straightening. So like a, it's called like a what do we call it? I can't remember the name of it in yoga. Or a pyramid pose, like a pyramid pose in yoga. So you're standing with your legs almost like a triangle shape, and you're uh, bending and flexing that. And then what's after that? 20 what I call Jackie Chan lunges or side lunges. Again, holding on to the banister and then usually I'm kind of in a forward fold and I do 20 windmill twists so like left hand to right foot and then right hand to left foot. Um, and again, you can have a look at the pictures on the Instagram highlight. But I do that as a basic thing. So I did that this morning so I was in a rush this morning, so I did that straight after the shower. takes around five minutes. And that's my basic, basic, basic yeah. movement. I
0: mean you've done something every single day, as part yeah, of the routine. exactly. And yeah, there's a tendency there. I don't do it, but
1: but my routine, if I if I think about it, is quite lengthy. If I do a full routine, if I did everything See, that I wanted to do... Take I quite through.
0: like talking about routine because routine li- links really closely to productivity as well, which is something that I'm, yeah. I'm quite I like to try and optimize best I can. But if you if you try and put too many things in. To either your routine, you try and overcomplicate it or you you get too ambitious sometimes with how much you want to complete in a day, whether that's your work tasks or whatever, uh, or your routine tasks even. But actually, that's often the, the point of failure because you dilute it so much. You're unable to, to, to push it through. So um, I'd be interested to I guess get from you, and I'll happily share mine as well, what your, I would say anything more than three sometimes gets quite complicated. If you have three yeah. more than three goals in a day, right, you're going to go, it's just, it's too, or you don't do it as well, or you dilute it, or it's not as focused. I mean, what would mm, be the three key routine things that you do each okay. morning or evening things that you do? I,
1: I will tell you those three things in a moment. And I've got, as you can probably guess, a little acronym for that. But that I would rather, I'll, I'll say the full one, At the moment right just this is the ideal routine and then i'll break it down how how it can be simplified so for me i'm i'm pretty i've got a a pretty standard routine although there's flexibility within that framework so when i wake up and i go to the bathroom i read that book that i think i mentioned right the greatest salesman in the world so i read that to get some um positive thinking in my head and just a reminder of the lessons there then i go downstairs usually i chop all my veg and everything for um, smoothies and juices whilst having a hot water, uh, just to mobilise the digestion and rehydrate from the night. Then I'll go into meditation practice, usually in front of a red light, infrared light therapy device. So That'll be meditation, um, and then I'll probably go on my rebounder, so the little trampoline that I'll do for about fifteen to twenty minutes, followed by some. I think we did some of the exercises at, at mine, the sho- shoulder mobilisation, yeah. the gospel stuff, and then there May be time for exercise and that actual proper exercise, like that boxing hit training that we did, or a bit of yoga or something like that. Then it's shower, make the smoothies and juices, and clear up whilst listening to a podcast. Now, if I did all of that, that could take anywhere from two to three hours. But, and actually, I feel brilliant when I've done all that. And the reason you... I say,
0: oh, I want to I I make it accessible because. You know, you I work don't. as a vitality expert from my home. You can spend you can spend two hours, and arguably call it work to a certain degree, right? Most people have got school runs to do. They've got breakfast done. They've got to feed the kids, get them to school, get yeah. themselves out. If we wanted, if you from your from your perspective, with your level of expertise that you've got and research you've done, if someone's listening to this and wanted to optimize their morning with three routine things that they did, one yeah. might be move for five minutes, for example. Uh, one might be spend five minutes creating a smoothie. I don't know. I let you pick them. What okay, are the three I will, things?
1: okay. I will. I will share that in a second. Um, what I would say: people do not have any routine. Okay, or their yeah, routine is, is wake up, turn off the alarm, which happens to be their phone. Look at their phone straight away, and then you know. It will well, that, get
0: that's why I'm keen to get into it really, because most people don't have one, or they don't have, right. they haven't recognised they've got one. But if we jump straight into from nothing to a potential two-hour routine, right? We're going to lose them right off the bat.
1: No, no. So I will share with you, actually, something I shared last week on an interview on Instagram. And so my basic, basic routine, when I think, right, so we're talking about productivity earlier. Uh, I'm talking about high performance, let's call it. Now, when I think of a high-performance vehicle, right, uh, one of the vehicles that springs to mind is a BMW, right? German BMW, high-performance vehicle. That BMW is what I want people to remember as three things they can consider when having a morning routine, BMW. So the first one, letter B, that stands for breathing. So in the morning, before you get onto your phone, uh, give yourself ideally at least 90 minutes before you get on your phone, but let's say at least 30 minutes. Do something to do with breathing. Now, what does that mean? That could mean meditation. That could mean lying in bed and focusing on your breath for 10 breaths. Often for me, if I'm in a rush like today, I do this weird breathing thing whilst I finish my shower. So when I finish my shower, I think I might have explained it to you. I can't remember. But when I finish my shower, before I dry myself, I I, and if you're watching on video, you'll be able to see. But I effectively rush my hands over my head 40 times whilst taking like so. I'm counting, but breathing like going like that sort of thing. And then I do 20 on each arm, 20 on the body and 20 on the legs. Whilst doing some kind of breath work, it could be short sharp, it could be um, eat, breathing in for that ten seconds and out for that ten seconds. Anything like that, anything that is breathing related. Then I have my window open, and before I put the towel on, this is like getting into the realms of weirdness that I do. But I take my towel and I effectively flap it to both clear the room, but also cool me down. 20 A little times.
0: morning flash for everyone outside the window. That's what it's really about. Isn't yeah, it? every morning, no. flash yourself no to one, no, one, it, can see. no one can
1: see. So that, yeah. so that I do like 20 times with the hand towel, uh, the face towel and 20 times with the body towel. So that's 40 breaths there. And so I'm breathing at the same time. So that's my basic breath, right? If I'm not doing meditation, I'm not doing Wim Hof, not doing anything like that. I'm doing that whilst I'm doing something else. This is what I want to make clear to people. Is a lot of this that I'm talking about, you can do whilst doing other things. So then M, right? M stands for movement. So I've just shared that five minute morning routine. There could be um, other three to five minute routines. It could just be walking up and down the stairs a few times. Sometimes I do that deliberately. I've left things up there and I come up and down a few times. Today I i cycled to work. So I did the, the five minutes plus the 45 minute cycle. So that would be movement, some kind of movement. Um it does not have to be your main exercise. It's gonna be five minutes, 10 minutes, 15, 20, whatever it is. For me it's that five minute routine plus the rebounding. But the bare minimum might be let's say I'm in the shower. I mean let's say for example you've got kids around as soon as you get out of the bathroom you know that your day is done right so I tend to do a lot of this when, if the kids are around uh, are locked in the bathroom so i that's why I do the shower I do the breathing stuff there and then I'll do maybe the squats like sit in like put the toilet seat down sort of thing and then sit squat right or when I'm brushing my teeth I do some of the knees over toes guy exercise yeah, you
0: can do um sort of calf raises and stuff yeah well. so I do
1: the calf raises I do the tibialis raise. Um, I do those sorts of things. So some kind of movement, right? um It might just be bringing my knee up to my elbow, like bringing, like anything like that, whilst I'm in the locked. In I'm seat.
0: guessing the W oh. is water. Is the W water? Of course, of course it is. Had to be. Oh. That's the Harry yeah. I know and love. I water. There we are. I have, no I have no water around me at my desk, but I do and, have and, a Pepsi and, Max. There you go, this. standard.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the W is water. So as I've, we've mentioned before, you lose about a liter of water overnight just through breathing. Yeah. Um, although it depends if you breathe through your nose and not your mouth, like my friend in, a, in, in Austin, he started mouth taping the last six months. So he doesn't snore anymore, which is great. Cause I shared, shared a room with him in, in Houston, but yeah, it's water. So you want to drink somewhere between half a liter to a liter in that first 30 minutes. If you can, uh, it might be in, in, sips. I tend to drink it as both warm water or hot water. So one third hot, two thirds cold, but sometimes it's just room temperature water And that's my basic routine. And the beauty of that routine is you can do that when you're traveling. You can do that uh, even during the day to get a little bit more energy. And that's what I would say that everyone can probably find time to do that. Because like I say, it's usually doing it whilst you're doing other stuff anyway. So that would be my basic routine in BMW is find some time to breathe, find some time to move and find some time to drink some water. And then ideally, do not have any external influence like your phone like I would have my phone
0: see, I would I'd, I'd challenge know. that actually I would say yeah. that um breathing I will I do in the morning it's different the way you do it but I would I would mix it into my movement routine so I'm a bit like you movement every morning Can some do. kind of exercise Can and do. Um, it go? might be might be part of the stretching routine or the morning mobility piece and I'll incorporate breathing into the movement work yeah water fine. believe it or not it's about the only time I do drink water in the day it's the first yeah. thing in the morning I use it because i you know I take it with my supplements or anything else that's going on and to rehydrate in the morning Often I've had wine the night before, so you know it's good to have some rehydration. Anyway, Harry, we live our lives very differently. Uh, So yeah, water, it would be in there for me as well. But actually, I would challenge you a little bit on the phone piece. I don't think it should be the first thing that we do. But I think before we, for most people, and uh, you are an exception to the rule here, uh, but the majority of individuals, phone is a a huge, rightly or wrongly, I'm I'm not getting into that today, but a huge part of people's lives. Now, if we don't address... The thing that's hidden in our minds, then it's gonna it's gonna consume us as well. So I would actually argue that before we get into our working day, that we clear down the predominant crap that's come in. Check there's nothing there to out you know to to, to get on with. Because what'll happen otherwise is you'll take it into your job, or you'll take it into your uh, you'll be distracted from your kids if you're doing a school run or whatever it is you're doing. You won't be fully present if that's the right the right word in whatever you're trying to do because you haven't tackled the things that you know are left unchecked. That doesn't mean get get lost into the vortex of Instagram. That's not what I'm talking about. But I do think if there's things that need to responding to, you can clear it down very quickly. But what I would argue is it's really important to get disciplined with what that means. So it's not going into the Facebook vortex. It's clearing down the essential elements that that, that take away the, um, what's the word, the paranoia, for want a better word, or the, the curiosity of what may or may not be there. So you can clear down. Because if you haven't got a clear mind going in, well, yeah, that's about a- what may or may not be there, it'll it'll consume you
1: that by you stating that reflects how you, how because you're saying oh you're gonna have this thought about you know the phone and not knowing that you've cleared something or not cleared something so you're not gonna be able to focus on the work i would argue the other thing actually because for me that doesn't doesn't happen right like and it's a, it's about conditioning right now we've become conditioned to be at the beck and call of other people's schedule which is effectively what the phone tends to be for a lot of people, is an interruption device that people get interrupted because of other people's schedules or other people's priorities. The reality is most of what comes into your phone is not stuff that you need to deal with. That is the reality. 90% of it, if not more even if you've got kids, because A, the kids will be in your house most likely anyway, unless you're obviously away from the kids for some reason or another. Uh, and in which case, there may be some exceptions. There's always an exception to the rule. But what I would say is, at least in my experience, whenever I've gone into the phone, and this has happened actually more frequently recently than I'd like to admit, whenever I've gone into that phone, and it's like, oh, I just need to check something. Because let's say, for example, when I leave, school uh for a, a day early like i did today i often turn on the phone because i just want to make sure there's no last minute changes to my schedule or anything like that but the reality is when i go into that phone i am sometimes getting sucked into that vortex so that's, more,
0: that comes down faster. to discipline um
1: well this is why i say and we we've got to keep going on about this discipline thing because i don't think that we can survive on discipline right we have to come into habit formation because discipline creates, requires willpower requires that resistance against that that thing that is pulling you towards you well so I could I say,
0: you could argue it's a habit as well i think if you can find the time to do things that's where we get lost and time can disappear if you know you've got to do the school run at 8 30 uh, or whatever time it might be 7 30 8 30 and you know you've got when you, 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 your phone doesn't go with you so that'd be the first thing if you haven't checked it for most people they will take it with them which means they're not present so if you if you're able to, to give yourself a five minute window. Check whatever it is that's urgent. You say ninety percent of stuff's crap, so leave that. There could be ten percent of stuff there that, that needs, that, that needs to needs to be looked at, needs to be checked. You can clear it down and in a very. Your emails, if you're disciplined with it, you can you can clear down what's important. But I wouldn't very,
1: even be checking on the phone. I mean, the only thing I would check personally on my phone usually is a WhatsApp message or a text message. No one texts anyway these days. It's usually WhatsApp. But have you read the book The One Thing? By the way, no. So this is one of my favorite books actually. But it talks a lot about firstly defining what your one thing is like what's, what's your one objective right for the for the year and then narrow it down to what that means per quarter per per month etc and then it talks about working on that during the day at the expense of everything else for the first most productive hour well, that's not
0: that's not too dissimilar to the principle of having no more than three things at any one time either. it's way well, yeah, easier I mean, to to maximize your uh return if you focus on just three things and if you try and focus on 10
1: yeah which is why on my a super journal thing that I think you might have looked at when I came when you came here but I've got like three main three main goals right three main things that you work on exclusively and the way that you check your emails for example is dictated by the inputs you're requiring to move those things forward so what that means is most people have their in, their email system sorted by date right and they look at the often the most recent thing that comes in whereas what you could do is you could sort it by sender And then if you know that, for example, in order to move Project A forward, you're requiring an email from Nick, you look for any emails from Nick. And if there aren't no emails from Nick, then you send a chaser to Nick if you need to send a chaser or you work on the Project A without Nick's input. But you don't then get distracted by all the other things that come your way. But I would say that that can all wait until you sit down for your work mode, as it were. So do your breakfast, do your school run, do your stuff without
0: I I think what you're eight. saying might sound great when you write it down or say it out loud in reality of having a workforce which I do have and yeah. managing a business it doesn't work like that. If we don't if I would love my team at the minute to to clear them down before they came into work because you know I lose the first hour productivity because most of them are catching up on stuff they haven't done yet and they're looking at all those different bits and as much as I try and say you should be cracking on, People lose that productivity time because they haven't done it yet in the morning because they're so rushed. They get out of bed last night. Why, possible why, why minute, would they? A like if, done. I
1: was in, if I was employed by someone and I'm working, say, like nine to five, why would I be checking my work emails at
0: 7.30? Who said it had to be work emails?
1: But like you said that they're, they're kind of losing their productivity. They haven't cleared
0: that. Yeah, end. because they're checking whatever has happened. It could be anything from Facebook okay. to Instagram to Twitter to, to whatever. The news that happened the day before, the daily news, which, again, yeah, which could be is done. Not, uh, none on, uh, of that.
1: For me, none of that is, is, important. None of this is important. I know.
0: But you don't live your life like 99% of the population. I know. And this is the thing. I want to do a whole talk. We, we want, want to be able to optimise the, um, the, the, the status quo, the listeners, the people that are out there, right? So um it's small steps and yeah, to so, suddenly so go, suddenly go say. hold on suddenly go like cold turkey on these things is going to be a big shock to people so you want to make it manageable you also want to make it uh, uh, something that's accessible and digestible by the majority of the population that may be listening
1: yeah and i don't think anything i've said is not because i said right don't look at your phone for i said ideally 90 minutes if you can't do that 30 minutes right that's not actually a big ask
0: like, but, but then we can we can we can stay united on that so uh, what, what i'm saying is within that 30 minutes there, there needs to be a portion of time i think before you start your working day or before you have to spend time where you should be present elsewhere i.e with the kids or whatever you should clear that bit down so that you haven't you're not then distracted from the major tasks of the day from your three goals or whatever your goal is on that day because time just gets lost if you're not disciplined with that time or if you don't make it a habit whatever you want to term it then you can lose a lot more productivity and a lot more time than you want to I would and I would that argue think that happen. you're probably going to
1: be less present with your 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 day or your morning or kids if you've got if you've opened your phone and then suddenly that task isn't going to take you two seconds to clear and then you're kind of thinking about that because you need to do that when you're getting late. I, that's what ha- happens to me is that let's say I open my phone and there's a message from a tenant and it's like oh the something's up with the right. now how do i how when i when that's happened that's happened to me before right whether i did it then or an hour later or an hour and a half two hours later doesn't it's neither here nor there but because i've got that message there it mucks up everything like it'll muck up
0: and i see i'm like, the total opposite i'll check yeah. i have this discipline down in my morning routine and i then know once i've got the things i need to get done be it exercise be it kids or whatever. I know exactly what i need to stop you know potentially if there's something that's come in i know what i need to start the day with it doesn't bother me anymore i've, I've recognized it's there no one's trying to chase me no one's trying to do anything else and i can then kind of compartmentalize the important the priority list of my day potentially if there's something that's urgent typically what you love to see which is that what happened this morning where there's nothing urgent in there whatsoever it's a two minute when exercise when are you, checking, you, that? Down,
1: when are you checking that tell me when you're checking that let's let's listen to your routine and tell me when you're checking your phone then
0: yeah, so um, first first thing I do when I wake up is I go straight down, I'm, I'm into... Actually, first thing I do is go and see the kids, make sure they're both right and have their breakfast because uh, they obviously got to make sure they're ready for school, school uniform, whatever. Or, or if my wife's not up, that's that's, that's number one priority, kids first, because school comes first. Uh, daughter goes at half past seven and my son goes at half past eight. So I get up... Um, to make sure my daughter's ready for her school day.
1: Aren't you up earlier though? I thought you were up at like six or
0: something. i I'm, I'm up earlier, yeah, but I've got to make sure those things are those things are ready. So it'll depend. So it depend on what day is so is. I'm talking about today. Today is not a big workout day. Um, so my big workout days are Tuesdays and Thursdays. So we'll be up slightly earlier. So tomorrow I'm up even earlier than that because I actually spend an hour, um, actually 45 minutes playing computer games with my son because the only time I can come fit it in. So we optimise it. He's an early riser. So tomorrow's routine. I'll, I'll tell you tomorrow's routine. Tomorrow's routine will be up at six. Uh, playing computer games wherever he chooses, because that's our daddy's sun time in the mornings. We'll play computer games for about 45 minutes. And um, after that point, we'll get him ready. So he'll have his breakfast, make sure brushing brushes tea, 39 years old, get himself ready, get his breakfast down. And um, my daughter will be up at that point to make sure she's got her breakfast ready. But if her school, pick up up past seven. Um, so none of that's with my phone. If I touch my phone at that point, it's distracted. So that's all me and Leo time. And um, straight after that, still no phone. I'll be in my Gym or do my workout, do my run, and that's usually an hour. So I'll do either 8 like
1: 30 or something.
0: Yeah, right. Um at that point, Leo goes to school at 8 30. So I'll either, depending on who's taken in me and my wife, that'll obviously disappear how it goes. We'll do the goodbye, make sure he's ready. Um, and it's so at that point after they've gone, actually, for them. So the phone hasn't distracted me in the morning. So I'll then check down what needs to be done. I'll kind of work out then what I need to do in the daytime. Obviously, got staff as well. Make sure there's no. But you've staff been up for two use. and
1: a half hours before you're going to check your phone tomorrow. Effectively,
0: but it's still be done before I start my working day. Um. Yeah. Done. I mean.
1: I mean. I. I don't. I don't necessarily argue with that. I mean, I will often check. It depends if I've got like a project, project to do that. I don't want the distraction. I might not check it, but I will check it after I've done those things that are important to me, like the meditation, the breathing, the movement, because otherwise I'm going to fall into a rabbit hole. Yeah, you know, I, I know that. Um, and I think that's what I'm saying here is like, but most people, they have their phone on and they don't have it on airplane mode. Some people even have it beeping throughout the night, which I think is crazy.
0: No, I put it on airplane mode. To, yeah. Too distracting
1: otherwise. Yeah, exactly. Because the, the thing is with airplane mode is that when it's not in airplane mode, messages can come in and then subconsciously your mind is going to what's coming in. When it's in airplane mode, it's like a barrier and it's like nothing nothing's coming in. And I have my phone on airplane mode almost... I say 80% of my waking day when my phone is in airplane mode. And it's only when I want to check something that I take it off airplane mode. Because like I said, most people use the phone as a, a tool to get into it. I'm laptop. actually
0: not too dissimilar. I have it on do not airplane mode during the night, but do not disturb for 90% of the day. As most people know that message me, who may be listening to this, because I never see WhatsApp messages till the end of the day. I don't look at it. Um, yeah. The way to contact me in the day is actually through my work email, because I'm on that for work, but I don't really yeah. look at my phone.
1: Yeah exactly right. and and the thing is you can set up your phone now they're very smart you can set up like do not disturb but you can set it up so you know your key contacts or your star contacts can get through or if someone calls repeatedly within the same 5 or So five,
0: what's your what's your so, evening routine? What yeah so that's also something that's that? in,
1: important because again people think that they can go to bed by accident right now we're going to be very different now my evening routine is a bit variable um, and it's not a, an ideal routine at the moment. But one of the things that obviously I'm pretty um, diligent with is light. So lighting and limiting light, And actually it was quite funny, again, visiting my friends in Austin because they have their lights on way into the evening. And I'm like, oh, I can't t- take all this. I, I took my <laughs> blue light, blocking, I took my sunglasses with me. And I'll just be wearing sunglasses if I haven't got my contacts in. Or if I have my contacts in, I'll be wearing uh, the blue light blocking glasses because it's just too bright for me. And so your body wants to start to think that it's, it's sunset, right? Uh, well, it, which it is. And if you've got lights on, it, it limits that. So my big thing is usually lights. Um, the other thing is I have this philosophy, which I, I think I've mentioned before, nine after nine or nine for 90. So nine yeah. is no for German. So 90 minutes before bed or after nine o'clock, phone, goes into airplane mode, try not to have anything that could disturb my sleep from a stress point of view. And then in an ideal world, I will chill out a little bit. Like last night, because I was obviously wanting to fall asleep, I took a magnesium bath, which usually knocks me out. And I took a couple of melatonins as well to help me. Um, In an ideal world, what I have found with the aura ring is that when I stretch before bed, I tend to get better sleep. When I meditate before bed, I tend to A, drop into sleep quicker and B, have more deep sleep. So in an ideal world, I would either stretch or meditate, but usually that hasn't been happening recently, and I usually put magnesium spray if I don't have a bath. Um, I mean, that's basically it. It's pretty simple. It's like, limit the lighting, limit the, limit the outside inputs, maybe watch a movie. So I'll, I'll probably finish off watching a movie tonight after, after we speak, and then I might take another magnesium bath just because I'm jet-lagged and I want to make sure that I do what I can to support my sleep. But generally, I would say it's magnesium spray maybe some lavender spray on the pillow um very li- little lighting blue light blocking glasses um yeah that that's it really yeah, and there, then... there are
0: actually some there are actually some surprising similarities i mean there's obviously some that aren't as well right so um certainly my routine doesn't start with turning the lights down although we have the lights down my wife uh, for watching tv at night time chill out time yeah. uh, she cannot bear having lights on like so it ruins the vibe right so she's got a kind of very light like, kind of things that she'll turn on at a very low level. Yeah. You can't really see, but give you a bit more yeah. of an ambience. So actually lights bigger do down. I don't wear blue I don't wear uh mm-hmm. blue light blocking glasses and all like that. But actually the the phone now goes away. That's a relatively new thing. I'd say last six months, uh, just mm-hmm. nine after nine, there's no phone because it just distracts. Yeah. And the only time there will I will make an exception to that rule is if uh, if Spurs are playing and I'll make sure I know what the scores are going on. But usually I'll be watching that if that's the case. But that's me. Uh but <laughs> yeah. my routine, this my routine does shift me a little bit on the nutrition side. So I will we eat late, number one. Yeah, probably you late do. if we want to, but we eat around 8:30, which is probably right. late the most. Yeah. Um and my routine typically most days would we'll start with a glass of wine poured for me and my wife. I mean, oh, okay. our, because oh, yeah. it's like it's our it's our nod to each other, but it's a simple, I'm, I've talked about in my previous podcast, when we were first had our kids years ago, or well, 14 years ago, i never forget the NCT woman saying to us, look, there's a story here that you never know how the woman comes home while you are. It, the worst thing you can do is pour a glass of wine for yourself because it's important for both of you, no matter how bad your day has been, that's just mm-hmm. kind of a little looseness. So we tend to have a glass of red wine every single yeah. night. Um, sometimes if I'm training for a race, I will actually knock the alcohol on my head. For a little bit if i want to get into optimum shape but usually it's a, it's, it's something we enjoy together yeah. um but then there are some similarities after that because magnesium is absolutely mm. a staple of my routine i'll always have magnesium i have a magnesium the three three um combination magnesium supplements i take every evening and interestingly it's the only time i also drink water so i drink it in the morning to yeah. rehydrate and i take it with the magnesium in the evening probably only two times i only drink water with nothing else in it like yeah. libena or smoothie or whatever so i'll have that Um, the difference for i think between you and i is i don't have a set time to go to bed in fact i, I would
1: not um, do i actually
0: necessarily i don't believe a lot of the uh, sleep stuff will say you must have a sleep routine i'm not here to say that's incorrect it doesn't work for me and um, one of the biggest things i've learned uh, that's really been an, a massive shift with improving my sleep is go to sleep when i'm tired or just yeah. before, I'm, and I don't mean that's when you're shattered. The first feeling you get of being tired, but then yeah. go because always I'll like either wake myself up again and I'm in a nightmare, um, and I don't know what time that will be. So actually, two nights ago I was in bed at nine fifty, which is the first time I've been in bed for a long, long time. Usually yeah. I'm might like midnight. I was tired, so I just went off and went straight to bed. I mean, um, but when I feel tired it's when I will go.
1: I don't have a set time. I don't. Well, that's the other thing I forgot to mention is that at nine o'clock, I, I, I don't have any clocks in my house anyway. But I've got this one little watch that's on my sink. And I turn that away from me at nine o'clock. So I don't know the time because I don't want, last thing a lot of people do before they go to bed is look at the time. And then they go, oh, I should have got to bed early or whatever. And then that's yeah. a little boost of cortisol. Or well, they so think actually...
0: it's too early sometimes.
1: Or, I turn... or they think it's too early. So what I do is I start to, in the winter, it's a lot earlier. So in the winter, by like six o'clock, I've got the blue light blockers on and everything else. Um, but usually I'm getting tired anyway, because I've got like the lights low and blue light blockers glasses. Winter, uh, summer, it's a little bit different. And so I don't know a lot of the time what time I go to bed. In my ideal world, I think I go to bed at like ten to between ten and eleven. My ring has a different story, and my average bedtime over the last four and a half years is eleven thirty. So it's my average is eleven thirty to seven thirty. But then there are days that I'm get going to bed at six and wait uh, going to bed at ten and waking up at six or whatever else but it might be.
0: If I was to ask you a question, there's a as a coaching saying that says "We'll got you here won't get you there," um, and the idea behind that is that we live in our our past thinking or our past selves or our present thinking even uh, and not necessarily from our future self so we even in business it's a true thing so what got me to this point isn't necessarily going to get me to the next point because mm-hmm. you might need a different type of thinking to get you to that that next point and something I'll often do if I'm coaching clients I'll say okay so you want to get to me turned over let's say a million or we've made a million pound profit whichever way around it is and you want to take the next step and you want to double that the, you know what would someone who's already doubled it what would they be doing because it changes the way you think, it's probably for you to get there now and make a hundred percent increase in your in your business. is going to be difficult doing the things you've already done. it needs to change the way you're thinking. Absolutely. It's a really quick way of doing stuff. So, using that principle for you, because if I instantly wanted to, you know, run a ten million pound EBITDA company, I would have to change the way I think to achieve that. Because you know, it's not going to happen next year. So, it completely radicalizes the way that you approach a subject. You've got to think outside the box. You've got to be innovative. So applying that logic to your routines as a vitality expert, I'm intrigued to know what's got you here so far is great, but what are you still looking to optimize and how would you change, how do you change your thinking in order to do that? Or do you think you've actually already found the the most optimum way to, to, to wake and, and, and sleep?
1: Um, okay. A couple of things. Also. Actually I, I want to share a podcast with you later because talking about the two X stuff, this guy was saying actually two X, X in your, your current state is, is the same level of thinking because he says like two X in is like going from crawling to faster crawling. What you want to be thinking about is 10X in it because yeah. 10x so That's the same smaller, principle I'm
0: talking about right now is yeah, you go big
1: Because otherwise
0: you're still it's using the same thinking. thinking that got you there. Yeah and exactly.
1: that's
0: not what so I think
1: for my evening routine, in terms of what I think optimizes it, I, I, I kind of know what works, right? I don't do all of it. For example, Like I said, if I do a proper stretching routine before bed, uh, especially yin stretching where you're holding the poses for a few minutes um, and I listen to, say, music instead of watching TV and I meditate, that's going to optimize it about as good as it can get. One thing I would say with the water is also I, I usually try and stop drinking 90 minutes before bed. Otherwise, I'll probably wake up in the night to go to the loo. And in terms of drinking wine... What I drink is uh, now my Rishi hot chocolate, which uh, my friend in in the states really liked because that's
0: a mu- that's a mushroom, isn't it? Rishi? is that's it's a good mushroom. Yeah, I remember yeah. writing about that years like, ago when I had my. It's sleep good website.
1: for I guess de-stress. Sometimes I'll take a like a, a tea, a nighttime tea, but it's good for like de-stressing the nervous system, as it were. And also, what I use it for is sometimes after food. Recently, last sort of six months, I'm kind of craving like a chocolate, and I tend not to have chocolate. But when I have that hot chocolate. It it null, null nullifies it, and actually, my friend found that to be the case in Austin. So now I've got her on the mushroom hot chocolate because she's like because she's always craving chocolate after her food, and now with yeah. that, she doesn't need it. So I think I've I'm pretty optimal. I think in terms of sleep, what I would like to optimize a bit further, which I'm not doing, is a cooler bed or a cooler room. So um,
0: you know, I mean, in, I'm interested just because the way you live your life, knowing that those things could optimize your life further what's stopping you from doing
1: them yes that is a great question um because sometimes i just don't want to (laughs) simple as that right sometimes Uh i want to watch i want to watch the rest of um what's it called mission impossible seven tonight right and then (laughs) i might i might have a and and also like you sometimes forget how good that thing actually like when i do the stretching i'm like i should really be doing this more because i look at my scores the next day i'm like oh that's much better but it's not enough. The pain of not doing it is not enough to warrant always doing it. If that makes sense, I,
0: I, I like hearing this side of you. This is important, I think, because I, I do think we can go too far. And if, if it's if it stops being joyful, if it takes the joy out of what we're doing, sometimes we also you can live optimally, but there's no point living optimally if you don't get any joy out of doing it. Yeah, depends on where your joy comes from. I know we have slightly different values, although they're, they're relatively closely
1: aligned. with it. So, like, actually, last night something I and I may do tonight. Um, and I know you've got, I think, a set of these, but you know those um Normatec type massage legs.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: They also help with the sleep, but I was using those for about an hour whilst watching. Uh, the I've got actually
0: got mine set up for tonight. I haven't used them for a little while, but you're right. It doesn't. There's nothing on their website that talks at all about sleep on any of these things. I've got a different yeah. brand, but to it's stress. But, it's about
1: but isn't they're it?
0: so good for sleep. They are so, so good, good for sleep.
1: sleep. So I'll be doing that tonight. I think what I'll do because I've got the bright light on because I wanted to make sure I was visible tonight. So as soon as we finish, which will be seven o'clock, that light is going to go off. I'm going to have a bit of food, which is later than I'd like to, but I'm going to do it now anyway um watch the rest of that movie i'll see how i feel i may take another melatonin because i think i'm going to take it for like three nights while i transition um and then i'll see if i'm tired enough if i'm not tired enough then i'll have a magnesium bath to, to push me over because i've got another early start tomorrow um but yeah i mean really i should do a bit of stretching but i'm feeling a bit lazy today and i don't really want yeah. to do anything
0: i get mine done in the morning because in the evenings i just a i need to be social with my family and b Uh, I look forward to the red wine too much to be running around and, uh, I'm time with my wife. So I try and max out everything I can in the mornings and I'm kind of done for the day just to give bring listeners into the, into the world we were just talking about. So we both got a compression leg, um, yeah, basically compression leg things you put your legs inside air com- yeah. yeah air compression on different cycles works through them i think it might be the white noise that sends you to sleep and it's this is quite comfortable but um they're really really good for sleep second thing um you were talking about um what was it the a 2x or something you talked about earlier just to bring up to life i think it, it sounds similar so the idea being that we often and i've said this before we over predict what we think we can achieve in one year and massively underpredict what we can do in 10 If we bring this into the world of productivity Often we, we think, oh, I'm gonna get you do it, you get New Year's resolution. Right now I'm suddenly going to do X, Y. And we add 10 things to the list that we've never done before. And what happens is we fail because we've just massively overestimated what we can actually commit to. Which is why I say if you just commit to three things, it's way more sustainable. Yeah. And sustainability is, as you know, whether you're doing you know a health kick, it's the ability to sustain it over a longer period that makes things work. That's why yeah. fad diets are called fad diets. They're, they're sometimes they're too aggressive and we can't, can't keep keep with them. Um, and it's the same in business. So um, you were talking about I don't know something a minute ago, but you know, from a business context, I know that if I want to make a change in our company and I want to make massive strides somewhere, or if I'm working with a coaching client and I want them to make massive strides in their business, sometimes the quickest way to do that is to go right. Put yourself in someone else's shoes. What what would you know? A Richard Branson do in this situation? How would he think differently to the way I am? Maybe he'd be delegating all this stuff out. Maybe he you know you wouldn't be doing the minutiae things that you are doing as an example and you got to think outside the box in terms of what you want to achieve and having really clear goals and what you want to do and not having too many of them yeah. can make it way That's way like, more sustainable you way, go more to two, uh, like
1: I, I like my acronyms one one i heard right is this uh, one for focus right focus f-o-c-u-s right follow one course until success right That's what focus helps you do. So I like that. And the other thing we're talking about consistency. I I always say, you know, being successful is as easy as A B C. Right? It's first is A awareness. Right? You now have to have awareness about what you need to change. Then it's B. You have to make that behavioural change. But the most important thing, which people tend to forget, is C consistency. Right? It's no good kind of going to the gym once or doing something once. Right? You have to be consistent in that approach in order to get that success. And most people fall down. And I'm I'm the same, right? And some areas of my life, I'm great. In other areas, I'm not doing that consistency. Even though I might have the the A and the B. I, part. I just
0: think a lot of people try and do too much too soon. It's like, well, I'm going to get, I'm going to have, a, you know, I'm going to lose weight. so I'm suddenly going to re- completely restrict myself and do things like, completely out of the ordinary. Your body goes into shock. Or I'm going to put three hours of exercise a day. It's not. Resist- this is why
1: I'm saying put that phone away in the beginning of the day because suddenly you, you you're you're adding. 50 things when you open up that phone you suddenly got your WhatsApp and your LinkedIn and your everything else coming at you that's splitting your focus and your attention and so you need to focus on what's important to you in that first hour first 2 hours of the day now if what's important to you in that first 2 hours of the day is checking your stocks and shares because that's what you're going to be doing at trading then fair enough but for most people i suspect that what's important to them is getting a good start to the day being present with their kids um maybe
0: yeah, uh, there's loads of advice for saying if you want to go running, get your trainers out, get it all set up so as soon as you wake, yeah. you know, yeah, you're out yeah. and you're done. That's
1: yeah, your yeah. I mean, today, like, for example, I think you've seen my place. So, and I'm going to do this when we get off the phone. This will be part of my evening routine. I'm going to prep a week's worth of my green powder mixes, and I've already chopped the veg for tomorrow because I don't want any obstacles to me making a juice and a smoothie at six in the morning when I wake up, so it's all ready to go. And I, all I have to do is pour it in and then clean. Harry,
0: up. I've juiced and smoothied every day since I've been at your house. That's the truth. <laughs> I have. No. And I've, I've even created some new juices which are rank as hell. But you'll know why. I'll tell you what I'm them. I put in them. I've decided I can't mix the wheatgrass and the. Um, no, wheatgrass What's uh, lo- lo- so like the like uh, the the not plankton. um uh, the al- the, uh, the algae stuff it's you get spirulina. the Ar- algae. Spirulina. So, or, uh, spirulina. Anyway, or... uh, spirulina or... yeah, it tastes like crap. It's really bright. I don't know. Yeah. Tastes horrible. So when you put it in smoothies, they could become undrinkable. However, I've discovered if you put them into small little shots, mix it up that way, you can just about tolerate them. So I've got little shots of that, which I have in the the morning, sorry. In the afternoon, I have my ginger and homemade ginger and chili shots, which are fine through the juicer, which is new. And then I've got the smoothies, which I'm using your little recipe for, which is keeping me kicked during the day. I'm sticking with it
1: don't taste go. as good as
0: your ones i'd admit i'd still overload mate, stuff mate yeah. 10 years
1: it's taken 10 years, ten to get. years. I, mean, I, I was saying that to my friend in austin because she has a, a vitamix actually we didn't actually make any smoothies together but i'm i am always saying look just start simple um i do think that the green powders i use are a good kickstart for me personally whenever i've made it without it's its never quite as good but i've evolved over time it's now 30 plus ingredients but actually it started off with three so yeah, yeah. You know, you've know, got to Excuse experiment and see what works for you, right? And and it's about having flexibility. Same with the routines that we're talking about. That's why my basic routine might be BMW. There may be the odd day where I don't manage to, to move in the morning or whatever. I'm not going to cry about it. Tell um, so you know what I
0: found out this week. You mentioned BMW and you said you love your acronyms. And uh, I also want to get sponsored
1: by BMW because I keep mentioning this as a phrase. <laughs> like,
0: you know. well, it, well, I was going to say that BMW isn't an acronym. Did you know that?
1: Uh, well, it's just the name of their thing.
0: It's an, it's an initialism. Oh. It has to spell a word, to oh, yeah. Of course. yeah there
1: you go.
0: Just thought I'd find out, just to be a yeah, pedant. Yeah. Fair,
1: fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. <laughs> and uh,
0: to be honest, I, I only point it out because someone was a pedant to me when I called something an acronym the other week and they, pu- they pulled me yeah. up on it. I thought, well, right, I'm going to no, remember I, I, that. I'm I, gonna
1: use I am that aware now. of that. It's just, um, <laughs> you know, for the, for those listeners that may be more familiar with the concept of an acronym rather than an initialism, um, we'll do that.
0: <laughs> there we are we digest but i, th- I think it's um it- it'd be interesting i'd love to hear feedback from those that you know sometimes we get messages from from uh, a lot of the listeners that um send us bits and pieces back
1: you now what yeah, are your what are your message about last week's one did you see that no uh, i forget her name now you know uh um your friend who turkey who which one person yeah i think so the fitness PT. yes yes yeah she's amazing she wrote a lovely post the other day uh maybe she didn't tag you in it uh, and i think it was to do with the conversation that we had last week but they then she was saying today she messaged and saying that they sparked a conversation this morning over breakfast so if you haven't checked that out listeners check out the last episode as well where we talk all about ufos and plant medicines and, and some
0: sorts. random stuff and it was as we always do but i think um i'd be interested to know what people's goals are like if you haven't set your goals yet i would say make them way more ambitious than you usually would. The idea of what got you here won't get you there. Like if you want to, if you really want to maximize it, it doesn't always matter if you get there or not. You don't have to have an attachment to the goal. That's, what, that's some of the mistake a lot of people have. They go, oh no, if I don't achieve it, then I'm a failure. It's not no, about that. Not if about you it, think God, differently, if I suddenly it. go, I want to I want to run a 10 million pound company next year, I may not get to 10 million quid, right, but it'll change the way I think. It'll change the way I do things and I'll, I'll get further ahead than if I just go, I want to add 5%. So it's, um, it'd be interesting to know what people's goals are, and I would limit them to three. If you have too many, like keep stripping them back, keep stripping them back.
1: And also um, um, what their routines are. So, I, you know, do, do people have a routine? That, that would be the thing. And the thing I think I want people to take away is, you know, if you don't have a routine, maybe consider thinking about the routine that will optimize that first couple of hours of your morning or that first few hours of your sleep. Because I didn't think about routines until about 12 years ago. I was just waking up, you know, getting a bit of toast, having a shower, going to work, and not really thinking about it. And When I started to change how I approached the day, then the day changed for me. And I think it's a big—it was a big shift. It's one of the most important things I think I, I've done is implementing morning yeah. things.
0: It well, I, I wrote an article on this probably ten years ago, and I have—I own the domain all before nine amcom dot com, which oh, is right. um, all because I used to, yeah, I'm a I'm big believer in uh, in maximizing opportunity before you start work you know work doesn't start your day you can start it whenever you want to start it you can learn a hobby you can learn piano yeah. guitar read write whatever you've got those some some really um amazing hours before work where you can really maximize your productivity if you want to achieve things and um you, as you know i take no prisoners when people say i don't have time if you have the motivation you'll find the time yeah, you Time just don't have priority.
1: So. that's all you just don't have priority that's it
0: yeah, or all mo- the motivation. If you really I want mean, to there,
1: I struggle with proper m- m- morning routine stuff when I do the stuff in schools because usually I'm there at eight o'clock. But that's why I incorporate, say, cycling to get there as part yeah. of my... Yeah, that's, that's
0: just a bright way of working it around to make sure you exactly. don't miss out. Yeah. And, and as I've said before, right, if, if for those that really, really struggle and they wake up groggy as hell in the morning, test your alarm, move your alarm earlier rather than later um
1: we well, got the, bedtime earlier as well i would say because you, well, well
0: yeah potentially we don't actually have to the idea being that you might just be waking up in the middle of a deep sleep cycle and if you're not tracking this stuff like you and i do and you just don't know when you're waking up you and things like aura rings will give you the optimal time to wake. Well, they'll tell you what
1: they're missing actually in the aura and i've, I've said is that that haptic feedback so they should have a vibrational battery in here
0: yeah that wakes wake you up,
1: that wakes you up at that point and it's something they've missed and it's, uh, it's such an obvious thing. I would,
0: I would agree. Although, of course, they do tell you the optimal times you can set your own alarms that way. But it's just interesting. People think this, the routine piece, the one bit of routine we don't necessarily want in our lives is the the belief that the time we set our alarm is the optimal time to wake. And it may not be. So have an experiment on that side. And you might find if you move a little bit earlier, and maybe you go to bed earlier, whatever, And actually you can find a whole new time of day where you can just get things done. And it's quiet, and there's very few disturbances, as you say. If you leave your phone on the dock, and mm-hmm. go and get into your exercise routine, or go and deal with the kids, or as I'll be doing tomorrow morning at six, playing computer games with my son. Um, it's treasured time, we've got no distractions. It's just me and him. Mm-hmm. It's great.
1: Good. Well, speaking of your children, I think you're going to go and pick up one of them. I have. Right?
0: We're going to pick up my daughter. She's uh, at some more drama auditions this evening. So Excellent. I need to make sure.
1: Good. She well, has, I'm it gonna... Has gone well. Sort out my prep work and leave the feedback that I have to do until Wednesday. I have got no energy to be putting... Oh, mate, food.
0: listen, let's not be one You're going away to go and watch Mission Impossible 7.
1: I, uh, I will do, yeah. I will do, but I need to prep the food first. I have to do that, and then I'm going to watch Mission Impossible 7 or 8 or 9, whatever it is.
0: <laughs> well, was it, uh, you made me read um, Viktor Frankl's book, wasn't it? The last human oh, freedom is the mean. ability to choose one's attitude in a given set of circumstances. So key. Exactly. Okay. Okay.
1: I mean, this is what I told the children today. I said, in life, you can only control two things. That's your attitude and your actions. That's it. We have control over nothing else in life, just your attitude right. and actions. So as much as you like to think you can control your kids, you can only control your own attitude and actions, and then hopefully they respond to that in the way that you want them to. But that's the way it goes. Um, so, um, all right, well, I'll let you go, and then um, we'll meet next week, probably at our regular time, because I've got um, the new mentorship group that I'm teaching. Uh, I yeah. look forward
0: to hearing all about it all right good stuff well i think there's probably more we can do on this productivity piece maybe we'll take this a bit further another episode yeah we and can just talk about scratch the surface week. with that i think so far.
1: yeah this was just routines really like and this was barely anything but remember BMW people if, if nothing else
0: and uh, get that
1: into your morning
0: good stuff all right buddy listen enjoy mission impossible seven i will see you next week take care next buddy week.
1: thanks for tuning in to the mindful
0: past podcast with Nick
1: Day and harry Kalimnos.
0: We hope you found our discussions insightful and hopefully you've gained some valuable takeaways to support you on your own journey. Please leave us a review on your preferred
1: podcast platform and share an episode that resonates with you with a friend or family member who may also find it valuable.
0: Please also don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to ensure you never miss a future episode. And in the meantime, we'll continue exploring mindful path topics to provide you with more insights and more ideas to support you on your personal growth journey.
1: Thank you for your support and look out for the next episode of the Mindful Paths podcast dropping soon.